Hello, everyone. This is Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief for Electrical Wholesaling and Electrical Marketing with the April 17th, 2023 edition of the Today's Electrical Economy Podcast Series sponsored by Champion Fiberglass. Champion began producing epoxy fiberglass conduit and fittings in 1988 and in 1989 developed the first conduit from epoxy resins that had flame resistance and low smoke characteristics. This met the most stringent codes and specifications. We've got a special podcast for you today. We're offering a preview of what's on the minds of the top 150 electrical distributors. We've got some of our early bird survey respondents have already sent in their surveys, and we're going to take a look at some of what they are seeing for business conditions this year, some of the major market challenges, and some of the new product opportunities. We'll also take a look at some of the weekly economic indicators that can give you a sense of where the U.S. economy and electrical market may be headed. These five weekly indicators are initial unemployment claims at the state level, rail freight car traffic, the Baker Hughes rig count, oil prices, and copper prices. Our thanks again to Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring today's Electrical Economy Podcast Series 2023. For the week ending April the 8th, the advanced figure for seasonally adjusted unemployment initial claims was 239,000. That's an increase of 11,000 from the previous week's unrevised level of 228,000. The four-week moving average for these claims was 240,000, and that's an increase of 2,250 from the previous week's unrevised average of 237,750. For March, the U.S. unemployment rate is 3.5 percent. These five states had the biggest increases in their unemployment claims. Ohio was down 3,211 for the week. Indiana was down 719 for the week. Missouri was down 679. Georgia was down 666. And Michigan was down 570. Now let's take a look at the states that were up significantly for the for the week ending April the 8th with their unemployment claims. We had a number that were up over 1,000. And then once it hits that mark, that's one thing that's kind of registered for me. California saw the claims increase to 11,388. New Jersey was up 3,228. Pennsylvania was up 2,816. Texas was up 2,776. Connecticut was up 1,754. New York was up 1,347. Arizona was up 1,179. Washington was up 1,110. Oregon was up 1,099. And Florida was up 918. An interesting leading economic indicator for the overall U.S. economy is freight rail traffic. It's a measure of the amount of raw materials and finished goods being shipped by rail. The best source for this data is the American Association of Railroads, or AAR. It publishes this data weekly at www.aar.org. For the week ending April the 8th, total U.S. weekly rail traffic was 451,336 carloads and intramotors, and this is down 11.2% compared with the same week last year. That's a rather large increase. Total combined U.S. traffic for the first 14 weeks of 2023 was 6,468,391 carloads and intramotors, and that is a decrease of 5.8% compared to last time last year. Now let's take a look at the freight categories for freight rail traffic. On a percent basis, petroleum and petroleum products was up the most with a year-over-year increase of 11.8% increase, followed by motor vehicles and parts with a 9.6% increase. As you can see in the slide, these are still showing quite a bit more toward the red. Total intermodal use was down 10.8%, chemicals down 7%, grain down 7.7%, and forest products down 6.4%.
track the oil market, you're probably familiar with the Baker Hughes rig count. This tracks the oil and gas rigs that are operating. The data is available by state, by basin, and nationally at www.rigcount.bakerhughes.com. This slide gives you an idea of the largest oil and gas deposits. It really gives you a good sense of just how many of the large oil plays are in Texas and Oklahoma, and how big an area the Marcellus gas region covers in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and parts of West Virginia. The total rig count in the United States dropped by four to 751 operating rigs for, during the week of ending April the 6th. It's still up 62 rigs year over year for a nine-point gain from this time last year. None of the major basins saw any rig activity changed by more than one rig. And as usual, the Permian has the most rigs, 353 rigs. That's 21 rigs over last year. Eagle Ford in number two position with 70, up 13 rigs over last year. The current price for WTI or West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil as of April the 17th is $82.52 per barrel, according to MacroTrends.net. The average price for a barrel of WTI oil for 2023 is $76.80. Price top, first topped $80 in more recent weeks at the beginning of April, and they're holding pretty firm around that level. Economists like to call copper pricing Dr. Copper because it's the leading economic indicator for future economic activity. Copper is used in so many different industries, with the construction industry among the leading markets because of its use in wiring cable and copper plumbing pipe. Cobalt copper prices as of April the 17th are sitting at $4.08 per pound. They've gone up about $0.24 cents per pound since the beginning of January, and they're currently averaging about $4.08 pounds. We're right at that average. Surveys are coming in fast for Electrical Wholesaling's 2023 Top 150. I thought you all might like to be interested in seeing what the first 30 respondents or early birds had to say about what they see in the market. The full 2023 Top 150 ranking will be hitting the streets in early June. When we asked top 150 distributors what their take was on the overall business conditions, they had a variety of opinions on the timing of a potential recession. Somewhat surprisingly, about 36% thought said the recession had already started. 24% saw a recession starting in the fourth quarter of this year. 18% saw it starting a little bit sooner in the third quarter of this year, starting in June. Uh, 3% see it starting the recession starting in the first quarter of next year, and 18% don't think the U.S. is going to have a recession at all. Wholesaling also always asks our top 150 distributors what percent sales increase or decrease they expect for their company in 2023. Uh, over the years, they tend to be pretty darn optimistic as far as from what I've seen from responses, and that might be again the case this year considering the uh, questions we have about the overall U.S. economy. We did have uh, 42% of our respondents say they were going to be up between 6 and 10%. We had 10% uh, saying they're going to be up more than 20%. We had 19% say between 11% and 20%. And between 1 and 5 said they were going to be up 19%. No growth was 10% of the response. And again, this was a pretty early wave of respondents, just, just over 30 companies. Uh, when you figure that the overall U.S. Uh, electrical industry, the average growth rate is between 4 and 8%. And if you figure it, when inflation this year, you want to say it's about 3%, you could maybe tweak down these numbers. But, but overall, I still think this is pretty solid uh, response and a pretty optimistic response, Fred, when you think about the economic conditions right now. 
I was surprised by the emphatic response to this question. When I asked the distributors what challenge will have the most impact on your business for the rest of 2023, almost half of them, 47% said longer than usual lead times is continue to be a big problem. And, and in their case, and uh, considering the other responses, it is the biggest problem. Rising product pricing, 16% said that was the biggest. The fallout from the regional banking instability on loans on, on the commercial real estate sector, that did register at 9%. Higher interest rates, up 9%. Regional banking instability up to six percent, and the impact of remote officing on demand for new office construction and/or office retrofit work was, they thought, six percent thought that was the biggest problem. In that earlier question, that came up that long lead time was the biggest problem distributors see for this year. Uh, this question here, we we drilled down a little bit and we asked, when will lead times return to normal in the electrical market? Fifty-seven percent don't expect any relief from them until next year. Kind of related quite related response. Twenty percent see no end in sight. Nine percent thought they would be back to normal by the end of the year. Six percent said they had seen some improvements already. Three percent said it would they would ease up at the end of the third quarter. And three percent said they would ease up by the end of the second quarter. These 30 distributors that returned their surveys uh, early had, were a bit more optimistic about when re- electrical product pricing might return to some sort of normal. Uh, although the largest response was saying 34%, no end in sight, and 22% said not until 2024. Uh, 22% did say they had seen some improvement already, and 60% said they will be back to by normal by the end of the year. 6% saw it by the end of the third quarter. So still a, a big issue, and quite a few saying not until next year or uh, no end in sight, but I, I did see a little more optimism in the responses here. To gauge our distributor respondents' thoughts on some new market opportunities, we asked them about which market opportunity looks the most promising in the next year or two. 44% said electrical vehicle charging station for commercial, retail, or municipal applications. Interestingly, we gave them the option of uh, responding residentially electrical vehicle, vehicle chargers, and no one thought that was a, a top market opportunity. 28% saw lighting control retrofits for commercial or institutional applications as a top promising market opportunity. And 28% said providing pre-assembled electrical products or systems to electrical contractors was a top market opportunity in the next year or two. This wraps up our podcast for today. A special thanks again to the folks for Champion Fireglass for once again sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series for 2023. Please contact me if there's any other type of economic data that you would like us to cover in these podcasts. Our next presentation will be on May the 1st, 2023. Uh, for those of you in the Boston area, I know today is Patriots Day for you, so a shout out for all the marathoners and for the folks getting out to Fenway for the early Red Sox game on Patriots Day. I know it's a big deal for you, everyone up in New England. So again, looking forward to talking with you in two weeks. Until then, be happy, be healthy. I look forward to talking with you then.